Are you still waiting for the business to slow down so you can focus on your weight loss goals? Your best and most important asset is your health. So while you manage business, the Everless Weight Loss System will help you manage your weight. See yourself 20 to 96 pounds down this year without diets, pills, potions, or surgery. Sign up at losingweightwithease.com for a free consult. That's losingweightwithease.com. Yo, what's happening? It's your boy, I be the guy. Hey, and I'm Bella. And we are Black Fit Love, creators of the Effortless Weight Loss University, number one in sustainable weight loss, and the host of Fat Lives Matter. Fat Lives Matter is a weekly podcast for busy professionals who want to know how to lose weight without dieting or countless hours in the gym. If you are doing all the things but get little to no results, we are talking to you. The fitness industry has been lying to you, and we'll show you the easiest way to lose at least 30 pounds and keep it off forever without giving up the foods you love or stepping foot in the gym. Less time, more results. Let's get into it. The lie. I ain't fat. I'm big boned. Black people are just naturally bigger. It's in our genetics. I don't think I'm supposed to be that small. The truth. Hit it. You what's happening? This I be the guy with today's fat stat. Your bones, despite what you believe, your bones only make up about 15% of your total body weight. Let me say that again. Your skeleton, your bones, make up only about 15% of your total body weight. So what does that look like? We'll pull out a calculator, right? Because I'm not a math whiz, nor do I play one on TV. So I'm not going to act like I'm just going to do the math in my head. So let's just say a 250-pound uh, individual. If your bones make up just 15% of that 250 pounds, then that would be 37.5 pounds. So 37 pounds of your 250 pounds is your skeleton, right? So despite what you believe, it's not your bones that's weighing you down, right? It's your fat. How do we know this to be true? Because you also have what we call a body fat percentage. So let's just say a lot of people that are overweight and obese, they range around the upwards to you know 30% body fat, right? So let's say take that same person that's 250 pounds and their skeleton weighs 37. If they're 30% body fat, then now 250, 30% of 250 is 75 pounds. So that's 75 pounds of fat in a 250 pound person, which is almost double the amount that your bones weigh. So when you, when you hear that, do you still believe that it's, it's those big bones? Or is that a fat lie? Yeah, I'm just sitting here kind of upset and feeling sad for the person who is really at odds with themselves because they feel like the only way that they could be happy with themselves is to come up with a lie. I mean, my question is, does that make you feel better? When you say, I don't think I'm supposed to be that small. Or you say, I'm just big because everybody in my family is big. Does that make you feel better? And that's just an indicator that you're not aligned with who you really uh, want to be. And so you're settling. And that settling makes you feel even more, you know, insecure about the way you look because you blamed it on somebody, which means you don't have any control over it at all. 
that you were just born and there's nothing that you can do about it. And that would be entirely false. What I want us to think about is, are your big boned boned natural capabilities, are they lining up with you being healthy? Because if you would look at the stat for melanated peoples, the big bonedness and the the idea that we're supposed to be big, men call it swole, uh, women call it thick. That whole idea is actually killing us. Facts. And so. You're not swole, my brother. You're swollen. You're holding water. Got a bunch of fat going on. You're swollen. You're not swole. All of that. That 260 pounds is not muscle, despite what you think. And it's definitely not your bones. So we just got to start with the truth, right? It's fat lives matter. Yeah, fat lives matter because they're keeping you away from the truth. You can just go look it up for yourself. Like, I'm the more objective of this half, which isn't a good or bad thing necessarily, which is why we yang to the yang. I see more of the, the feel, right? So I'm always coming with like numbers and things like that. And examples, but you can just go look it up for yourself. What I mean by that is when she mentioned you weren't born to be big. All right. There's a handful of people that are genetically big people like Shaquille O'Neal. But even Shaquille O'Neal, not fat for real. If you look at Shaquille O'Neal, Shaquille O'Neal is seven feet tall and like 300 and something pounds. Imagine someone half his size or half his height being 300 something pounds. That just don't even make sense. If someone's seven one. All right, it's 350 pounds. Why would someone five, six need to be 350 pounds? It just doesn't make sense. So you weren't meant to be big. You can just go Google it. Google melanated people or Google like black folks in the in the 60s, in the 50s, in the 40s. Like just go look at your ancestors. When you look at those pictures, you're not going to see a bunch of big people. So again, we got speaking absolutes, like don't go find that one picture where you saw one, one fat person in a, in a crew of a hundred. Right. But look at the majority of pictures that come up from the 1800s, right. Or the early 1900s. And even, I mean, we're not even far removed, right. We don't even got to go back that far. Like we just really got fat, you know, um, the obesity epidemic started probably around was confirmed. Maybe I think in the 1980s or something like that. So you don't even got to go back to the 1800s, 19, early 1900s, just go back to, 1950s, 60s, 70s, and you'll realize that your ancestors were not fat. They were not big bone. So you're subscribing to something that simply just recently been created. And it's keeping you that fat lie, keeping you from the truth. Yeah. Now, if you were to say behind that statement that my whole family is, so I am, you could just translate that into my environment is supporting this size and I don't know how to fix it. That that's an honest statement that we eat big, we cook big, we live our lifestyles big, and I don't know how to fix that. So I'm big. Like that's a legit answer because I've watched kids, cousins, I've watched them be normal size and I've watched them be abnormal size. It wasn't that they were born abnormal. It was that they lived a life that made their cells abnormal and hyperdysplasia spreading those, making those fat cells expand so much where now they're, they're disfigured. They've got, you know, stretch marks from stretching their skin everywhere. Now all of their 
their parts are just kind of big. And so that is what you're seeing as you think it looks big boned, but that's your body adapting to how big it has to get. And that's why sometimes people say, oh, when they lose weight, you know, they have a big head now. And I'm like, well, they didn't have a big head, but the big head was supporting all the rest of their body. So it would line up. Can you imagine if you were to gain weight and the stuff just stayed small, like you had a little head? Yeah, it wouldn't make sense. So now when you lose weight, you know, it's going to take some time for your body to go back to adjusting to the size that you stay at for a certain amount of time. So the head will reboot, but it, everything gets bigger and more like monstrous in a sense because you have been rapidly gaining weight or some people have been big all their lives. And so therefore their body has supported the size that they've been by making everything kind of big. Their ankles are big. You know, your neck is thick. Your head is big. You know what I'm saying? So everything has kind of like expanded to the form that you are all the time. And Ask yourself a question. Do you want to be like this for the rest of your life? Right. Because right, adding on to that, um, once you go fat, you can't go back. Now, what that means is because you can lose weight. Right. But she mentioned uh, fat cells and hyperplasia. Right. Which is just the multiplication of fat cells. Once those fat cells multiply, they don't die. They don't die. They multiply. So what does that mean? If Let's just say that you were born with, keep the simple math, if you were born with 100 fat cells, the more weight you gain, all right, those fat cells and the more fat you gain, those fat cells have to support that fat. Once those 100 fat cells can no longer support the fat, they got to create another 100. For example, say they don't necessarily create another 100, but let's just say they create another 100 to support the excess fat. When you lose the excess fat, you don't go back to 100 fat cells. Those 200 fat cells are still alive, meaning that you always have the capability and the capacity to get back to that higher weight. And they're hungry. Right. And they want more, which is why you feel like cells. you lose weight, but you gain it fast. That's because you just have the capacity, right? You have more capacity now because you've taken it there. And if you take it there even more and you make them... Uh, triple to 300 fat cells, the same thing applies, right? Even if you lose that weight, those fat cells are still, there's only one way to get rid of them. And that's where the surgeries come into play, right? So I'm not saying you should do that, but you can get the fat cells removed, right? But the same thing still stands. If you get 300 fat cells removed through surgery, but then you, your lifestyle, not your genetics, your lifestyle brings them back, then the surgery was pretty much for no reason. So, yeah, man, let's get into the truth uh, so that we can uncover this lie. The truth is, it ain't your bones, it's your back. It ain't your bones, it's your back. Your bones ain't big, your back is fat. And too much fat back, got your back fat. That was pretty good. That was pretty good, right? So that's the album, right? That's going on the album. It's fat rhymes, fat rap. All right, coming sooner than later. Nonetheless, all jokes aside, that's the reality. That's the truth. If you don't believe me, I can give you something tangible to go do. All right. I love it. I love when we get into these things where people are like, no, that's not true. I speak in principle. I don't know if everybody that's listening has gotten an x-ray before, but everybody that's listening probably knows what an x-ray is. The next time you go see your physician, don't tell them that you need an x-ray because your bones are broken or something like that. Just tell them you just want to see what your bones look like. So if you were to get an x-ray just to see what your bones look like, 
regardless of whether you are 180 pounds or 380 pounds. When you get that x-ray back, which will show you a picture, an x-ray of your bones, you would realize that your bones, that mass that you have is not your bones. It's, it's just not your bones. If, if everything, if your muscle was to deteriorate, if all the fat was to go away and you were just left with your skeleton, you will realize that you, you, most people have a normal size skeleton. Think about it, Halloween. Right, that's why you don't see no fat skeleton. I mean, how many fat skeletons do you see on Halloween? Now somebody gonna go take it. <laughs> right, you don't see no fat skeletons. All the skeletons are skinny. They 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 small bones, right? Because your bones ain't big. It's your back. Yeah, and I think culturally we just have to be really honest with ourselves. It is a trauma response. Just holding on to things that you feel like you didn't have before. Like the luxury of being overweight because some people really didn't have food and they were emaciated and going through some really difficult times and just eating government food and all kinds of stuff. So we get really excited about food and we get really excited about large amounts of food and our aunts and grandmas and, you know, the greats, they're always stressing the fact that you need to eat because you don't want to look sick and looking sick would mean that. You're showing signs that you don't have the ability to eat, which looks bad for the family. But we don't have to do that anymore. You can release the trauma. That's how you're going to overcome this, right? Hey, I know you put in work to design your dream business. Well, now it's time to get the body that matches the business. With the Effortless Weight Loss System, we help you lose weight and keep it off forever without dieting or hours at the gym. With our team of weight loss coaches and easy lifestyle techniques, our online weight loss community will keep you on track to lose 0.5 to 2 pounds a week predictably and sustainably. Sign up for your free consult at losingweightwithease.com. That's losingweightwithease.com. The solution. Check this out. So as we transition into the solution, the number one approach that you need to take in this situation is to unlearn and relearn. Yeah. And one of those things that we have uh, unlearned and relearned too, I just want to say for culturally too, I think um, melanated men want to be bigger because they want to protect. And a lot of times we were castrated in a sense from the ability to be the masculine energy that protects our family. So we decided to overcompensate by being a, just a big human being. How big can I be? How scary can I be? So that when somebody's approaching me or looking at me, that they're scared of me because I've been forced to lose my masculinity or my masculinity is is up for grabs. It, it's that is the most threatening thing. Um, so being able to be seen, but not necessarily say anything yet or do anything yet. It's kind of like having a pit bull. Why people like having a dog where the dog hasn't really done anything. But when you see one, you're like, oh, I'm good on that house. So it's kind of that thing where men want to be bigger. So that idea of being smaller is like a fearful thing of I won't be able to protect. And for women, it's an idea that you don't really love yourself and you've been taught not to love yourself. So that means that you are seen as a commodity. Now, your breast, your butt, your hips and how thick you are is more important than who you are as a person because you're on sale as an auction thing to see how you can get bought or you can be more appealing to people to take care of you or buy you or, um, you know, that kind of thing. 
And so now we we're like, oh, we don't want to be small because if I'm small, then I won't have breasts and I won't have a butt and I won't have shape. But the truth is, is that shape that you got that was in your godly creation when you were born, that butt is still going to be the same ratio as it would be when you were smaller because it is genetic. That shape that you got from your mom or your dad or whatever is genetic. It's just going to be in a smaller form. And if you can't handle that, because you feel like that's what makes you beautiful, you really have to ask yourself, why don't I love myself in a natural form? Why do I have to add on more pounds or add on more things to me to be more attractive or more acceptable in society or for me to find a man? So that's really deeper. This big bone thing is deeper. It's because you don't really, you're afraid to lose weight. You're afraid to what other people are going to think, what your family is going to say. You know, but you can look at it like you could be the difference between your family living longer or or them dying quicker when they're 50 and stuff like that. That's going to help us with legacy and that's going to help us with wealth is being able to live longer. And if you can't make it upstairs because you're out of breath, like it's not going to be the big bone that saves you. It's not going to do anything for you. So if you can let that go, if you can let the hips go, if you can let being a big male go for the sake of your health and your family then that'll be great. Yeah, for sure. All right. That weight is a compensatory mechanism. Ladies, you are beautiful regardless. The the beauty starts within you and how you feel about yourself. All right. So you feeling like you got to get thicker in order to get and keep a man. That's a compensatory mechanism, right? You're compensating for where you lack. Fellas, I've been there. Your size don't make you a man, Genetically male and female. Yeah, you may be genetically bigger than a woman as a man, but just in terms of the idea of what a man is, that has nothing to do with how big you are. So you can let that go. And the moment you let that go, that's actually uh, the beginning to your success when it comes to weight loss, because most people are stuck not because of what they do, but because of what and how they think. For as long as you continue to subscribe to the idea and the thoughts that you're big boned and you're supposed to be big and it's in your culture to be in our culture to be fat, then you're going to stay fat. All right. Think fat and you'll be fat. All right. So the solution, man, let's unlearn, relearn, look at the data over the drama, fat facts over fat feelings that we can actually make some progress. This your boy. I'll be the God. And this is Bella. And the solution is to love yourself. Love over everything. Peace. Thank you for listening to Fat Lives Matter. For more tips on easy weight loss, follow us at I Be The God, at Bella Yamaya, and as a family at Black Fit Love on IG. And text Lose Weight Now to 678-506-7543 to download our free weight loss action guide and visit losingweightwithease.com to get our weight loss case study. Peace.